0: One of the most wanted men on the face of the earth on the run for 30 years. Prosecutors and investigators working round the clock to no avail until a stolen identity and the progression of an aggressive form of cancer changed the entire game. Last week, the head of the Sicilian mafia, Matteo Messina Denaro, was finally arrested. Yet there are still many unanswered questions. On the events leading to his capture, and as to why it took Italian authorities so long to finally apprehend him, I am Pier Francesco Loreto, and this is your war reporter. Today, I will take you to Palermo, the regional capital of Sicily, a land war-renowned for being one of the most popular tourist destinations, but also sadly known as the home to Cosa Nostra, the powerful Sicilian Mafia which has ruled the roost for too long, leaving a trail of death and fear in its wake. At the helm of this ruthless criminal organization is 60-year-old Matteo Messina Denaro, a former farmer from Castelvetrano A small town in the Trapani province, who was able to illegally make a multi-billion euro fortune in the waste disposal, wind energy, and retail sectors. The son of local mafia boss Ciccio, Matteo quickly rose through the ranks of the fast-growing Cosa Nostra to become the darling of Totorina, the then head of the mafia. Throughout his criminal career, Messina Denaro has been the material executor and mastermind of several killings, including the massacres of judges Falcone and Borsellino and their details. On his criminal record are a collection of life sentences, but funnily enough, he had never set foot in prison until last Monday when he was arrested on the outskirts of Palermo, near the well-known La Maddalena Health Facility. But how did the Special Units of the Italian Carabinieri Police eventually manage to capture him after 30 long years at large? Usually in such cases, investigators follow the money traceable to the fugitive's associates to locate the hiding place, which is generally in a remote area away from prying eyes. Well, this time, they were dealing with a completely different situation. A defiant man who had been hiding in plain sight for three decades, living a pretty normal life until his health started to deteriorate. For around three months, the police detectives knew that the boss might be using the pseudonym of Andrea Bonafede to receive treatment for an invasive colon tumour. At the private La Maddalena clinic. Interestingly, the real Andrea Bonafede is not an average member of the public, but the nephew of a deceased local mafia boss. From wiretappings of friends and relatives, the investigators were confident that Messina Denaro was seriously ill, so much so that he underwent two delicate operations. At that point, Investigations began on patients with age, physical traits, and origin matching Messina Denaros who were dealing with colon cancer which had spread to the liver. They managed to narrow the search to just a dozen names until they realized that Mr. Bonafede was not at the hospital on the day he was supposed to be having surgery. The Carabinieri police knew that the fake Andrea Bonafede was expected at La Maddalena Clinic for a chemotherapy session on the 16th of January. So, they decided to take action and arrest that man who confirmed he was, indeed, Matteo Messina Denaro. According to fellow patients and medical staff, he was always kind, outgoing and down-to-earth he gifted doctors with refined oil, took a selfie with one of them and gave his phone number to other patients doing rounds of chemo. Coming up, the investigators search the boss's hideouts and his last apartment, plus the many questions still to be answered. Hello there, it's Piet Francesco here. I would like to remind you that The War Reporter is also on Facebook and Instagram. So, don't forget to follow both accounts and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts. Last but not least, you can also support the show by donating at www. BuyMeACoffee.com/slash/wellreporter. That's BuyMeACoffee.com/slash/wellreporter. Your help will be very much appreciated. And now back to the show. The first question everybody's asking is where did Messina Denaro spend? His final months of freedom. He lived in a 60 square meter flat in the center of Campobello di Mazzara, a village near his hometown Castelvetrano in the northwest of Sicily. The mafia boss had a journal where he kept business notes but also wrote thoughts about his daughter Lorenza whom he has never met. Why Doesn't she want to meet me? Why is she mad at me? He penned recently. He led an apparently normal life, sending 30 texts to some of the women who had access to his apartment. He has always been known for being a ladies' man, and his bedside table seems to confirm that. During the search, the Carabinieri police found condoms and Viagra pills. When he didn't enjoy the company of a concubine, he tried to keep fit with free weights, an exercise bike and a treadmill while looking at a racy calendar featuring naked girls. A never-ending passion for women, we said, but not only one. Also, a luxurious lifestyle ranked high in his list of priorities, as confirmed by several designer items Found in the four-room plus bathroom flat, expensive sneakers, Prada and Louis Vuitton handbags, or the ten thousand euro Brunello Cucinelli sheepskin coat and the thirty-five thousand euro Frank Muller collectible watch he was wearing at the time of his arrest, or spending time outside, enjoying himself in restaurants and pizzerias as confirmed by numerous receipts. What really surprises is the location of his last hideout, less than 100 meters away from the San Vito coffee shop, where 35 of his associates were arrested as late as last September. A flat, bought on the 15th of June of last year, by the very same Andrea Bonafede, the man whose identity was being used by Messina Denaro. Apparently the Sicilian Mafia head approached Mr. Bonafede on the streets of Campobello and told him he needed a new home. Messina Denaro paid 15,000 euros in cash which Bonafede paid into his own bank account. Interestingly The clerk neither asked any questions nor reported the suspicious transaction to the relevant authorities. Six months ago, the mafia boss moved in after some renovation work. Mr. Bonafede is not the only man now under investigation. In addition to the mafia boss's driver, Giovanni Lupino, who is now in custody, Two doctors had been investigated, Messina Denaro's oncologist, Filippo Zerilli, and the boss's GP, Alfonso Tumbarello, a former local counselor and Freemason. They both claimed to have firmly believed that the patient they were treating was indeed named Andrea Bonafede. The doctors' several instances of negligence. A part of a long list of faux pas and blunders that have allowed one of the most dangerous men in the world to go unnoticed for thirty years. How was that even possible? Did he know in advance of the police activity? Did he have accomplices among the medical personnel at La Madalena Clinic? Did his neighbors and fellow villagers know who he really was? was his arrest staged? Did he actually give himself up as predicted two months ago by a convicted felon in a TV interview? In Italy, it is now time to celebrate. Among the others, leading politicians, senior police officials and prominent magistrates have spoken appreciatively of the work done by the investigators and those questions have been dismissed as baseless rumours. Prosecutors and Mafia informers say that he is the sole custodian of the secrets surrounding the most atrocious crimes committed by the Mafia, starting with the 1992 car bombs which killed Falcone and Borsellino. At the time of recording, a few more hideouts have been discovered in the same neighborhood of Campobello. As far as we know, the police found a ledger where the boss wrote down revenues and expenses, along with notes with phone numbers, jewelry, precious stones, pieces of silverware, and two posters. One of Marlon Brando in The Godfather. And the other of the Joker. At the moment, there's no sign of the notorious archive once belonging to Totorina, the boss of bosses who led the mafia until his arrest 30 years ago. Will Messina Denaro spill the beans and tell the truth about his role at the top of this ruthless crime syndicate? Or Will he exploit his precarious health conditions to even leave prison and be put under house arrest? Only time will tell. That's all for today's episode, which was produced, edited and hosted by me, Pier Francesco Loreto. Thank you so much for listening and I'll catch you soon.